Hey guys, welcome back to the Resilience Pod. You're here with me, your host, Rena Singh. Thank you for tuning in today. I am truly grateful. Today's episode is all about work area recovery sites. They have been part of many BC options in planning and still are. With the pandemic still restricting our movements to the home, are organisations utilising their backup sites? Can they even do this amidst amidst the COVID-19 safely? With also the newfound way of working from home, what will be the future of work area recovery post-pandemic? Well, guys, today we are talking about this exact thing with my next guest on the pod who joins us with an array of experiences in risk, information security, compliance and continuity. He has successfully built and led businesses for 25 years. So guys, please join me in welcoming the winner of CIR's Business Continuity Specialist Company of the Year 2019, founder and CEO of London's first independent work area recovery centre called Fortress Availability Services Limited, Andrew Lawton. Hi Andrew, how are you? Uh, great, thanks Rina. That's that was quite a build up. Uh, appreciate that. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Good, good. Um, so welcome to the pod. It's great to have you on here, and we're really excited because we're talking about something that's very, very relevant to you and your business. Yeah, sure. And uh, before we kind of get into the details about it, for anyone who's new listening to us, what is a work area recovery site? It's uh, it's very straightforward, really. Um, if your uh, site is unavailable for whatever reason, fire, flood, uh, cyber attack, um, then uh, we can provide an alternative site. Uh, and it's basically very much like an insurance policy uh, that you put in place and uh, you pay an annual subscription to be able to pick up the phone and say we're having a disaster uh, we need to get 20 people up and running in the next you know two hours or, or whatever the time frame you need is and mm. um, we've got all we've got a, an office desk chairs pcs all the infrastructure very large bandwidth uh, technicians really in waiting to support our customers um, and they're really unavailable to um as i say to recover businesses extremely quickly Mm, fantastic so that's great now in a normal situation when businesses have an incident having one of these backup sites uh, war sites or insurance which I like how you've called it that is really a lifesaver but we're in this pandemic still and as an owner of a work area recovery site for Fortress what has been the greatest impact of all of this for you and your business well, uh, obviously, great question. It, it's uh, an interesting time for us as a business. Uh, mm. The past few weeks have proven quite clearly that many, if not most, can work from home. Uh, mm. so there's a question mark over the need for a work area recovery uh, centre. Mm. Um, and actually, we the feedback we're getting, of course, you know, this is something that we're monitoring all the time. The feedback we're getting varies from those that say right we're never going to go back to the office even in operational time so we clearly don't need work care recovery to mm. other customers who are uh, saying that they actually need more dedicated 
workspace with us um mm. what we've provided you know they've had dedicated agreements with us in the past and and actually they found that in pandemic they needed more uh, and so they're increasing their their work area recovery i think oh, actually okay. in the end uh, it's going to fall somewhere in in the middle um mm-hmm. people have worked from home quite clearly uh, but i think it's it's also clear that uh, to get in uh, to be working from home full time and all people working from home full time uh, doesn't actually suit many people because they either don't have the personality for it or they don't uh, have the facilities for it at home or their family life doesn't uh, allow them to to work from home very well or uh, also they're in a team and they need to be working together to be creative um, and to make fast decisions and, and you know trading floors are a good example of that um, and so Yes, there will always, I think, still be a need for an office, but I think the office will change going forward. Um, and, and funnily enough, it, it sort of changes to what we've been saying for the past two years. We did quite a bit of research, obviously, before starting uh, Fortress, and mm-hmm. that research led us to build a smaller recovery centre, much smaller than, than others, uh, but a much higher quality recovery centre. So our, our recovery centre is actually a really nice place to be, um, mm. people who work there from a in a recovery uh, situation have said actually they don't really want to go back to their main office because they much prefer working <laughs> in a recovery center um, which is unusual um, mm. and actually that smaller recovery center that provides a more flexible environment I think is actually the way things seem to be going so mm. there is need for a focus for staff uh, focus for customers and for business partners, and of course for regulators, where people are regulated. Um, and uh, having a small recovery centre that provides a crisis management team and core functions, uh, guaranteed infrastructure and guaranteed mm-hmm. space, secure space to do their business um, and to uh, uh, and to deal with the data that they do on a day-to-day basis, uh, I think is still going to be required. Um, it will be, as I say, it's a, a slight change over what's happened in the past. Mm, yeah, so still, still very prevalent um, in in a, in a normal situation. But yeah. whilst we're in this pandemic, and as you say, we're, we're we're quite restricted, as I alluded to earlier, and and we all we all most of us are um, have. I mean people are going to want to know this but has any organization actually been using the recovery site for anything sure um we, we actually have two companies in currently using the facilities uh, really um they're okay. using it to help by uh, reducing the density of their their staff so some staff okay. um have basically told their companies that they do not have the facilities to do trading at home they don't have the mm. to do their work at home or they don't want to work at home. It's not the right environment. Um, and uh, you know, they, they're using the facilities, um, in effect, as an extension of their office. Um, okay. So it's not quite in the same way as uh, a recovery centre um, and not on the same term. So it's not um, customers invoking our business. Yeah. 
um, because the, uh, and it's, just, it's an industry standard thing. To be able to invoke a service, you need to basically uh, be excluded from your office. So if, if you have a fire mm. or flood or whatever it is that means that you don't no longer have access to the facilities, then you can invoke. Now, of course, a pandemic is a little bit different to that. It means that you mm. can go back into your office, but you're choosing not to. And that's the... It's a real grey area, and we had lots of debates. Um, but industry-wide, it's clear that um, people aren't able to invoke their standard services, um, their historic services, um, yeah. based on pandemic. However, they can use our facilities uh, because they are mm-hmm. secure. They are um, designed, of course, to uh, meet the requirements of these these businesses. Um uh, but of course, if, if somebody has a real invocation, um, then they, they unfortunately need to need to leave. But having said that, of course, they are they are in there and they're working. Oh, okay. Really interesting to to know that because actually, I was expecting you to say no. Actually, no one's come in. So sure. having having um, a few organisations in there using it a diff- little bit differently, like you said, is really interesting and. With bearing that in mind, how have you as a business then catered towards the whole social distancing and making sure it's a safe place? Because it's not going to be the same way everyone's working because staff will be having those um, concerns and issues. So what have you done that's different to a normal rec- uh, invocation and recovery? Hmm. Again, you know, it, as you say, this is something that we do need to bear in mind, and mm. our suites of what, what were twenty positions are now being used by four people, so it's a much okay. lower, much lower density, and the whole mm. site is now set up for you know, to, to manage social distancing. We, mm-hmm. we have deep cleans on a regular basis. We have uh, areas, you know, public areas, disinfected. Um, so it, we do have we have had to, to adapt. Um, yeah. and, and really we're having conversations now about further use of the site um, mm-hmm. as companies start to plan for their return to their office. Um, mm-hmm. uh, as we, you know, once lockdown's over and people start returning to work, we will, as you know, every company, will need to look at reducing the density in the short term. I'm not quite sure how short mm-hmm. that short term is, but yeah. maybe even running up to the end of the year, the density of the offices will need to be reduced and and companies are talking to us about using our facilities to extend their office footprint if you like so that they can provide facilities to their companies um, uh, in that sort of de-densified work environment. Wow, that's absolutely fabulous and and a great innovative idea I guess Um, Whereas maybe potentially you wouldn't have thought about using your space for that kind of thing in a normal pre-pandemic world. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's something that um, we were very keen to do when we uh, and we do provide this for our, for okay. our customers. Uh, could use it for training, um, so they use it for training facilities mm-hmm. for board meetings. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if they have the auditors in or uh, something like that. Uh, project teams so the site has been used in a similar way before um, and it gives our customers a you know greater flexibility and, and in fact you know anyone that wants to use this as a secure office uh, with uh, high level of infrastructure and technical support so it's very different from a standard flexible office it, it's uh, yeah. designed for uh, much more secure 
levels of uh, you know, both digitally and, and physically secure. Uh, obviously, mm. the, te- the, the de- technology on the desks is um, is very high level, um, and mm. uh, we have the communications infrastructure as well. So that's yeah, it's just a it's a what we would hope from a, a, a work area recovery site, and and that much more because guys, I've seen this, so it's pretty impressive. Um, but moving aside from that, then Andrew. Um, whilst it's great it's really great to hear that some organizations are using the site when this pandemic first hit kind of what was your initial reaction uh, as being that business owner the, the concerns and the problems you were facing um, initially i'd be really keen well, to explore that i think the, probably the biggest area we have to, we have obviously dedicated work area recovery as well as the syndicated shared mm. services and the dedicated was pretty mm. straightforward you know it's our customers mm. space in effect and they can do what they want with it and of course mm. um, using it to uh, provide split working for their companies uh, was something that immediately came to mind as, as the, the pandemic started to hit uh, mm. we had that one of the biggest questions and the most complicated questions was that one about whether standard shared work area recovery customers could invoke their service if for, uh, because of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we thought long and hard. We had lots of uh, internal discussions, obviously at board meetings as well. Um, mm. We consulted with the rest of the industry as well to understand you know, what is the industry standard um uh, and you know, what we came, you know what came out of it was that of course you know, we put in place uh, terms and conditions we need to adhere to those of course in delivering the service and those terms and conditions and the commercials that that go around those terms and conditions and delivering that service and mm. most importantly the risk management uh, part of delivering that service uh, wouldn't work if we allowed people mm to invoke for, for reasons of a pandemic. So if you think about mm. a standard service, uh, we have exclusion zones around our customers. So we don't offer okay. the same recovery suite to two customers that are within 250 meters of each other. So right. that it reduces the risk of two companies invoking at the same time. Mm. We also have a relatively low number of risks on each of our suite. And of course we manage risk very, very carefully. Yeah, that's that's easier to do when you're talking specifically about the facilities. It's uh, mm. possible to do really when you're thinking about pandemic. So a shared service that delivers office on a uh, during the pandemic actually wouldn't work because literally as soon as the pandemic hit, everybody would invoke. Um, there'd be no limitation on geography, uh, so the site would be swamped in no time at all, and it wouldn't in effect, be effective as a mm. recovery provision. So sorry for the long answer there, a bit technical uh, from a service delivery perspective, but those are the, yeah. the most complex areas of, of our um, our approach to pandemic. Uh, aside from, yeah. of course, you know, we, were, we, were, we continue to be ready and available. Our site, it has and is, continues to be available for our customers should they need to invoke for, for other reasons. Mm, okay that's fabulous have you seen through this pandemic cancellations organizations cancelling their their contracts um or just the requirements because you know everyone's working from home now it's the the new thing um mm. 
what's been your experience so far? Um, it's only been about five weeks, hasn't it? Yeah. Really? So, I, yeah. I, it's a very good question. And I'm absolutely certain that every company that has a work area recovery service agreement will be reappraising their requirements following mm. the pandemic. Um, we've, we've certainly not had any customers uh, cancel. Uh, or in fact, mm. give us any indication that they want to do that. We've had other mm. completely different conversations at the other end about maybe taking more space or doing other things. Okay. Uh, but of course, it's um, uh, something that we're looking at. Um, but if yeah. you think about you know what we've been doing, and of course, you've been to our recovery centre, because we're mm-hmm. doing something slightly different anyway, and we would mm. have been, uh, the process of reviewing uh, is actually good for us because it means that people will sort of determine whether they want work care recovery or not. And if they do, then, of course, they're going to look at their options. And um, uh, because we we sort of came into this um, with a blank sheet of paper, uh, the recovery yep. centre is built and de- delivers a very different service to the more traditional work care recovery services. Mm. Okay, so that's that's a positive sign out of all of this because generally you'd there's that worry, isn't there, that businesses are trying to stay afloat and then this might be seen as a a luxury, nice to have, um, which you, you can see you can see why people might think that and businesses might think that you know mm-hmm. let's let's cut out that insurance, but exactly. you know because. Uh, um, as you say, but still very, very prevalent, I guess, because we this pandemic is not going to be forever, and there's going to be other incidences. Yeah, I think the I think the the question is, do, do you need work area recovery? Yes or no? Mm. And, okay. Um, although everyone can work from home, you know, it is clear. You only have to look on social media and look at the memes about. You know, uh, going going mad in uh, in lockdown and uh, you know trying desperately trying to get out. People like to get into the office now. Of course, they also like to work yeah. at home, and there will yeah. be a balance between the two. Yeah. People, you know, you, you only have to think about Google, one of the big world's biggest, you know, one of the most valuable companies in the world that's built its business on yeah. things. One of them being delivering uh, remote collaboration tools. So it's a remote mm. collaboration tools provider. And yet it spent $3 billion on office space. Uh, in fact, just, mm-hmm. the, in, just the land for its office in California mm. uh, over the past three years. Now, why on earth would a company with that level of you know, technical capability that actually delivers remote coll- collaboration tools build such an elaborate office and you know, famously offer their, their staff you know, haircuts and they can bring their dogs in and get their oil changed and massages and they can sleep in the office, etc., etc., etc. Free food. <laughs> yeah. Why on earth would they do that if they felt uh, that it would, there was no need? Well, of course, you know, mm. we all know that there is a significant benefit in getting people physically together. They do tend to be more creative um, and they do tend to make better and faster decisions. It doesn't mean that we always work together. But it means mm-hmm. at specific times, critical times, and particularly, you know, maybe at, at times of disaster and crisis, we do need to have at least a small core physically together. Maybe the crisis management team and core business functions, and that's what we believe. Um, a small yeah. core of you know twenty or forty people get them together so that they're the focus of the company and they're delivering at absolutely the, the highest possible uh, level of performance. Um, mm. So there is. 
you know, there is and, and there always will be, I think, a need for office space. Um, yeah. uh, you know, as borne out by you know Google and Bank of America and Yahoo and various others, IBM as well, who are all yeah. actually moving away from working from home. Uh, uh, you know, they've been working from home for you know ten or fifteen years, and they're actually moving away from it. So mm. there is a good reason behind that, uh, but but that doesn't mean yeah. there won't be this you know, flexible middle ground um, for the main for the main part. Yeah, indeed. And I think it all depends on the the type of business you're in, too. And absolutely, you need that. We all crave that human interaction, don't we? Yeah. And I think we won't take it for granted once this is passed. <laughs> this no, has passed. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a funny one. I mean, uh, I'm um, sure you probably had social gatherings on Zoom, you know, Zoom beer. Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, I have, too. And with some mm. great friends, and it's good to catch up and see their faces and have you know yeah. join them for a drink. But you know, it's very very clear that it's not the same as being in a yeah. pub or a, you know, at a party or whatever. It, it just isn't. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there, there's a good reason for that. We, we interact very differently, um, and the technology itself is not designed really for that social interaction and that piece of. Um, uh, more uh, closer collaboration and relationship building is missed uh, if everyone's mm-hmm. working from home full time. So, as I say, I think there will be that middle ground. Uh, the value of getting people physically together will still be there. It may change. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. it, you know, it, it's still valuable, uh, very definitely. Yeah. And, uh, um, as I say, we believe that you know, getting that core together at a time of crisis is actually a really good idea. Mm, absolutely and we still and I personally believe just from hearing from you today and just generally before that there is that it's not the end of work every recovery sites this is not going to be the end of it it's it's going to be it's going to spark a more interest in it probably going forward yes I think certainly in resilience absolutely and and analysis of what what happened how could people improve their processes and and the provision um, behind mm-hmm. that? Uh, now, what we're doing, of course, is uh, as a result of the, the pandemic and, and our experiences and, and what our customers are telling us is we're mm-hmm. developing new services uh, around mm-hmm. our facilities, but also around delivering um, uh, facilities for for week one and week two, uh, where it's clear I think mm-hmm. you know customers will be happy to send all of their mm-hmm. staff home, perhaps, uh, during week one. They will also realise, as a result of the pandemic, that you know, week two and week three, et cetera, and further, they do need to have something. Yeah. And that's where we're we're looking at what we can do there. We're looking at making our facilities more flexible to be used on a daily mm. basis rather than on a just-a-disaster uh, basis. Okay. Um, just to make them a better return on investment, to help with... Uh, you know, those those companies that just want space for a number of hours but want your mm. space um, uh, with with sort of high level of technical support you know there are lots of there are lots of different circumstances where our provision uh, and some new and uh, you know, services that we we're probably not uh, going to mention right now but um, we'll be announcing um, in uh, in a month or two once we've uh, tested uh, the delivery mm-hmm. of them. Uh, that will cater for much more flexible 
will deliver much more flexible work area recovery for, as I say, that sort of crisis management uh, team and, and those core functions um, mm. for that second week, maybe, or, or, or beyond. Mm, stay tuned i mean this sounds it sounds great now is the time to really be thinking about that um as a business it sounds like you know you shouldn't just sit there and wait it's you need to think about uh ways to innovate and, and provide new services on the back of what you've already got and it sounds like you are doing that which is really great to sure. hear yeah. um on that now though however we, we've talked about the benefits and, and the challenges you know that you've faced and that people are still using the work area recovery sites you're, you're you know you've innovated and in providing different approaches after this though when all this is over eventually there will be some organizations and resilience as resilience professionals if you're if you're responsible for dealing or helping your business deal with additional backup sites war sites you are going to get that question well we all work from home we don't really need it what how what would you say as a as a business owner who can clearly see the benefits from both sides as a client and as a as an owner how what would you tips would you give to our fellow resilience professionals to keep that conversation alive especially if they've got existing uh, work area recovery sites already well i think uh look to get a, a greater return on investment from work area okay. recovery uh, don't okay. always think of it i know i, I I'm, I'm the worst culprit obviously because I, I called it an insurance policy at the uh, at the start there trying to explain <laughs> yeah. what it was but, but actually it's much much more than that and um mm-hmm. you know the facility is is one that uh you can use as I, as I said before, for, for if the auditors need to come in, if you want to deliver training for your customers, if you want to run a board yeah. site or you have a project team that needs some extra space, or in this instance, you need that extra swing space, um, extra uh, office space uh, to just push teams in to, to reduce the density of your office. So there are many, many ways that you can um, use work area recovery and I, I think uh, maybe work with the facilities teams um, and the operations leaders to work out what the business needs from a day-to-day mm. basis and okay. uh, certainly we will be very very flexible in, in enabling our customers to utilize the facility on a day-to-day basis or an ad hoc basis that suits them, that gives them a greater return on investment. I think that's one of the key mm-hmm. areas. So that it's not just money down the drain, inverted commas, into an insurance <laughs> yeah. policy that we may never use. Yeah. Um, by the way, you know, if you only have to look at the stats, you, you more than likely will use it. But yeah. you know, for, <laughs> those, yeah, for those challenging uh, conversations, I think it's important yeah. to uh, broaden the use of the facility so you get a much greater return on investment and we're very happy to to work with customers to help build that business case if you like and uh, uh, ensure they're getting that uh, getting that value yeah indeed i think it's all very prevalent and and as you alluded to earlier on in our conversation we you know we need to work together it's not the same being virtual um you know and so you can only get so far so it's still very prevalent the conclusion of this is that we will still need work area recovery sites post-pandemic yeah. probably even more so well absolutely and 
uh, you know, we're we're actually talking to companies that are saying, you know, what we are going to do without space, office space at all. So we're not going to have mm-hmm. any space. But we, by the way, we do want to come into the office for one day a week, um, mm-hmm. and we need that space to be secure. It needs to have a level of infrastructure. Um, yeah. It needs to be in a nice place. <clears throat> And uh, mm-hmm. so we, you know, we're talking to those companies about that yeah. uh, that you know very small period of time where they need secure office. Um, uh, and as I say, talking to other companies about uh, uh, you know, de- reducing the density of their staff by having a more a smaller main office, but flexing mm-hmm. staff in and out of the recovery centre. So it actually helps mm-hmm. the company save money. Um, mm. and provides them with a much more flexible footprint uh, for their staff. Yeah, definitely. It's all, all very interesting and it's, there's going to be many new nuances um, once this is all over in terms of what businesses demand um, from their work area recovery sure. providers. So yeah. thank you for giving us a bit of your insights into this because it's, it's different getting uh, an opinion from from you as someone who runs this and talks to customers and their requirements it's been really interesting yeah thanks well what i would say is if any of your listeners have got great ideas about services uh, that we should be offering or maybe adaptations of our existing services that you think uh, we should be doing then um, please do get in touch and uh, we'll we're absolutely considering um, how we need to be flexible in the future we've always been you know, flexible mm-hmm. and we're you know, very keen to listen to customers and develop services that are relevant yeah oh well fantastic guys you've got an open invitation now to get in touch with andrew with some ideas or just completely say no that doesn't work we want this do engage if you're really curious about this obviously we've only we've only been talking for um you know 29 minutes 30 minutes but you know Andrew has given us the you and us the open door. So, Andrew, based on that, where can our listeners find you well, they can, and contact you? Sure. Well, they, they can find me on LinkedIn, of course, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, obviously Andrew Lawton at Fortress AS. Uh, or um, if they uh, click on the website, they've got uh, contact details there. Uh, my email address, you can just drop me an email, uh, at fortressas.com. Fabulous. Many, many thanks, Andrew. It's uh, Guys, you've got all these uh, ways to contact Andrew and you can go on to the resiliencepod.com site and find him there and some old interviews um, of Andrew too because well, back probably in 2016, we did a blog post together. So, yeah. you know, if people want to find about more about you, there's that in there too. So I don't know if you remember that. Absolutely, yeah. That's uh, that was the <laughs> of things. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. A long time ago. Uh, feels like an age ago. But, yeah, thank you again, Andrew, um, for sharing your insights with us today. Um, thank you very much. Um, and guys, thank you to all of you who have tuned in today. We can safely say that the future of work area recovery is still on. So get the conversations going um, in your organisations post this. Until next time, um, do stay tuned. We've got many more episodes coming. Don't forget to like and share this episode. Contact us about your thoughts and subscribe via the resiliencepod.com website. Guys, it's 
all from me for now, your host, Rina Singh. Until next time, keep on investing in your resilience.